weddings, I think, are a perfect example of just having to love and deal with our family members, our difficult or challenging family members, because as you get closer to the wedding, people start to panic more. My name is Carolyn Dalamole, and you are listening to the Value of Wrinkles podcast. Whatever age you're at or consider yourself to be, maybe you're young, youngish, midlife, older, or maybe you just call yourself old, you are welcome here. Let's learn how to love the older generation and ourselves more. I'm Belle, and I'm the author of The Value of Wrinkles, a young perspective on how loving the old will change your life. And I'm also the host of The Value of Wrinkles podcast. This is episode 63, and I want to thank Carolyn Dalamole from The Silver Post for doing today's intro. If you aren't familiar with The Silver Post, check them out in the show notes at valueofwrinkles.com slash listen and click on episode 63. The Silver Post is a subscription service that is perfect if you have a parent or a grandparent who is long distance and you want to remind them that you remember them. Maybe you don't see them all the time, but you remember them. But maybe you don't have the bandwidth to remind them all the time. You don't have the bandwidth to take out a card and send it to them or call them every single day or I don't know. You just don't have a lot of bandwidth. It is a really, really great service that Carolyn has. And I also have a $5 off coupon code if you decide to get an annual subscription, which is only $45. If you want to use that coupon code, then just go to my show notes and go to the Silver Post. And um, you can use the coupon code Isabel, I-S-A-B-E-L. So we're nearing the end of the summer, and today is the second Q&A episode that I have for you. Q&A means question and answer, and I'm saying that because sometimes there are terms that we don't understand, um, and I don't know, some of you may not know what that is. Um, so this episode, this is for those of you who have family that dynamics that always make for good stories, but in real life... Um, the good stories, the often funny stories, um, they actually can be fairly stressful. So first, let me explain to you why am I doing these Q&A episodes? Well, number one is to answer questions that people have asked me because I've had a lot of questions that people have asked me and I realize sometimes I answer them, but maybe somebody else has that same question. Number two, I want to give you an idea of another project that I'm working on, which is a database or a resource library full of questions that you might have if you have an aging parent or grandparent or relative, somebody who's getting older and you have questions that you need answers to. I do want to share that at the end of today's episode, I'm going to share a resource that someone like you especially needs. But first, give me seven minutes of your time before I share that resource and listen to today's episode, listen to the question that I am sharing today. My disclaimer, 
before I start sharing is that when I recorded this portion of this episode, I was on vacation and my son was playing Pac-Man in the activity room. It was free to play Pac-Man, which is awesome. And he was having a ball when I decided to record this. So you're going to hear some cheering in the background and you're going to hear some pounding of buttons. You'll get it once you start listening. So please forgive me. All right, let's get into today's episode. I want to answer the question, how do you deal with parents who are really difficult and challenging? I get this question a lot, and I think sometimes people think, oh, you know, you're talking about all the things that you're talking about are for people who um, have parents, aging parents or grandparents or older loved ones who are really easy to work with. But no, 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 no. The question I get often, or not even the question, but the comment is, Like, my mom is different. My dad is different. He is so um, stubborn or he is so hard to work with. So that's the question I'm gonna address today. Um, And the first thing I think about is something that I learned from a social worker. Her name was Lisa Frank that I worked with when I worked at Montgomery Hospice. And I'll actually try and find the um, podcast episode where I interviewed her about the question about dealing with difficult people because what Lisa told me was really is something I'll never forget and she said that uh, the first thing we need to do is stop calling them difficult why because when we label somebody as difficult basically we're saying that they are hopeless like there is no way to work through this situation they're just difficult and um, we're not giving them a chance and so are in our minds we're not even able to we're not giving room to be able to work through this situation so the first thing is to not call them difficult which i know is really hard because that's like the easiest way to talk about um somebody who is really challenging to work with but she had suggested saying they're challenging or um what were the other adjectives i can't really think of that right now um so don't call them difficult find another word to describe their behavior. The second thing to do, I think, is really to understand where they're coming from. And I think because we, as adult children or the family members or the close friends, we have to deal with their behavior um, and their resistance, often it's hard for us to even understand them. But think about weddings. And um, weddings, I think, are a perfect example of just having to love and deal with our family members, our difficult or challenging family members, because as you get closer to the wedding, people start to panic more. And I think that is kind of a great way. It's a great way to understand how our parents may often be feeling. They may be um, feeling more panicked in life in general because there is a deadline. There's like a wedding coming an event but they don't actually know when it's gonna happen. So you think about a wedding, as we get closer, as we have to you know, get closer two weeks away from the event, one week away from the event, then you start thinking about all the little details that haven't been done, or maybe they've been done, but we, we're just not sure, we wanna double check them, right? So have we gotten, um, does the dress need to be hemmed? Is it, where is it? Um, are the family members gonna, who's going to pick them up from the airport? Um, Do we have the little favors ready? Like everything, you want it to be perfect, right? But 
But in that process, as you're getting ready for this um, wedding, people kind of freak out and panic. And so I think understanding that that is often how um, an older person may feel and sometimes why they may have challenging behavior, why they may have a lot of resistance, why they may um, act out is because they're, um, they're stressed and they're thinking about a deadline. So um, there are a lot of other things that I think that if we can just understand and take some time to reflect on the older person that we're caring for, that that will help us to care for them. Okay, the third thing that I think is important to do when you are dealing with somebody who you find really hard to work with or hard to care for is to know yourself and to be able to be very aware. This requires a lot of reflection, self-awareness, and slowing down is to be recognized when you yourself are starting to get annoyed irritable, like irritated with that person where you think that you might say something or do something that may be harmful to the relationship. So when you are able to recognize when you're losing patience, um, have a plan for yourself, put together a plan because the thing about um, caring for somebody as they age is number one, that relationship is key. Like if you do something to harm that relationship, um, it's going to be very hard to win their trust back. Trust takes time to rebuild and often you don't have a lot of time when it comes to somebody who's aging. You really don't know how much time you have, right? So having a plan so that you can minimize and prevent as many times where you kind of blow up or use unkind words. Um, yes, they're being difficult but the problem is we can't control our challenging, you know, loved ones. And they're going through a lot. We may not understand. They may not tell us. Um, but just having a plan, that is what self-care is about. It's about, number one, setting, being able to set boundaries to protect yourself, okay? So um, that may be something I talk about in another video. But when you're able to recognize when you're about to lose it, then um, having that plan to care for yourself and find ways to remove yourself from the situation or do things that help you cool down, to help you, you know, this may be when you're visiting them, um, things that you can do so that things don't get worse. All right, so just to sum up, if you're dealing and caring for somebody who you find is pretty hard to work with, then number one, remember, try to find another word to use to describe their behavior. Don't label them as difficult and hopeless, okay? You wanna be able to find a solution to this and work through it. Number two, really try and understand them. Understand why they're feeling, why their behavior is the way that it is. Um, understand their life and what they've gone through before. That really helps. Then number three, recognize when you are losing patience. Recognize when you need a break and have a plan for yourself on what you can do so that you don't harm that relationship any more than you need to. Doesn't mean you have to be best friends with your older loved one, but just having a plan helps. hope you found today's episode helpful. And listen, here's the reality when you have a challenging or resistant or demanding aging parent. It will take more energy to care for them. 
and it will take more time to soften their hard shell before they're going to be more willing to accept help or even talk about the future. And because time is really limited as somebody ages and you really don't know how much time you're going to have, you have got to be prepared and you've got to be intentional with the time that you have. So you don't want to be wasting your time. And this is exactly why I want you to know about this free resource that I'm sharing with you today. It's a free video that is a powerful way that you can help your parents or your aging loved one understand why they need to start discussing certain issues with you or your entire family as they get older. Watch the video for yourself and you'll understand exactly why I want you to watch this video, why I want you to share it with your older loved one, and why it's so necessary to really understand um, why it's so necessary to have difficult conversations. I use that word difficult again, didn't I? Well, why it's so important to have certain conversations about the future. So go to valueofwrinkles.com slash talk. That's valueofwrinkles.com slash talk to grab it now. I'll put in the show notes and send me an email at thevalueofwrinkles at gmail.com to tell me what you think after you watch that video. That's it for episode 63. I am so glad you joined me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, you've heard the spiel that I always say at the end, but would you do me a huge, huge favor and write a short five-star review of this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts? When you do, what you're doing is you're helping episodes like this one reach more people. My vision is to build a stronger village for every older adult out there. And when you share my podcast, review it, and listen to it, you are taking part in this vision. And I am so, so thankful. Next week, come back for episode 64. I cannot wait.